Welcome, everybody, to the uh, next exciting episode. Okay, so we're on, I believe, Shinon Dalit, section Gimel, correct? Okay. Good. Shinon Dalit, Gimel. Okay. As we'll see, uh, you know, a lot of things that we were talking about over the last couple of weeks and last year uh, will become a little more explained. Okay, so I have del ben olam haTorah olam So we've been speaking about the fact that there are two worlds: a person can live in the world of Torah and Muna, or a person can live in 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 the world of the the the, the world today, the 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 sea, the physical palpable world. So at the end of the last section, just in Tafshin and Dalit, he said a very, very important thing. He explained, if you recall, why the word Gan is particularly appropriate to attach to Aden. Because the Aden is the place of the pleasure, is the place of the that's the place of the schar. Aden refers to the schar. The word Gan, as we saw, refers to the fact that the schar grows out of this world like a tree grows out of the seeds. So that's why it's called a gan. It's a place where you plant, right? And because you plant in this world, and when you plant in this world, so then the manifestation of what you plant, the realization of what you planted in this world becomes part of the, <coughs> is, is really the Olam Haba. As we said, Olam Haba isn't a different place. Olam Haba is a different way of, sensing and appreciating the acts that you did. And the acts that you did in this world had the feeling of avoda. They were work. They were sometimes with with trials, tribulations, difficulties, nisyonos. And that's how this world feels to us. But then when when, when all of this is transposed into the olam of schar, so then it'll all see, we'll see how beautiful and how sweet it is and how much meaning it is and how much life we have that we that we draw from everything that we did in this world. Okay, so let's continue with the Gimel. Ha'evdel, page Shinnondal. Ha'evdel ben olam ha-Torah ve'emunah lo'mazeh. Kach nitan le'avin et ha'chiluk ben ha'chayim ve'emunah le'chayim ve'olam hazeh kipshuto. This is the chiluk between these two forms of life, living with faith and with, with belief and living in its simple form. Somebody who does not live with emuna, so his perception is that all the things that exist in this world are intended for the purpose of using them here, to use them. For instance, if somebody would give you a root of a tree, and what does he do with this root of the tree? He feeds it to his animals. He's not aware, perhaps, of the fact that if you plant that root, you're going to get a tree, and that tree is going to produce lots of fruit. 
and the, and each fruit could be plant more trees and more seeds, and right, you can have an infinite, you could have on and on and on, right? But the guy looks at it, and he says, No, I'm going to consume it, and that's what happens. The root will be consumed, and he won't have anything left. But if somebody plants that root, then that root becomes into a mahalach. It's moving in the direction of eternity and blessing. It's going on and on. There will be just more and more and more. Tamid yellow perot. You'll always have fruit. You won't have any, and you won't be lacking anything in the, in the present either. In other words, it's not only, as we'll see, not only an investment for the future, right? right? That, oh, I'm going to have peros, that my, my children will have peros, my grandchildren will have peros from this root that I planted, but but even today he'll have the fruit, right? right? Because he'll, he'll, the, the fruit just keeps on coming. And now he gives another example, right? Let's say about that. Let's example, right? Think for example, if somebody has an egg, has He's hungry, so he wants to eat the egg. Right? It's a proper use. Right? Nobody can fault the guy for eating an egg. Right? We all eat eggs. But when you use it that way, so then the thing is consumed and it's gone. You have another possibility. To put the egg under a chicken. Right? And I forgot the English word for tigira. If anybody remembers it. Roosting. Right? Roosting. Okay, thank you. Right? Thank you. Right? He can put the uh, he can put the uh, the, the, the egg there. Let him get a chicken. And they'll do it with, with the other eggs. As she a little has a whole lul, has a whole uh, barnyard, right? Zevdel, the whole chicken coop. Zevdel be misha roet masha be adobe kibefoa, le misha roet habakoa hagalunu. This is the difference between somebody who sees what he has as actualized already and somebody who sees everything as potential. Zevdel ben fisata dvarim adat shalom alzel and mebat there is, right? Okay. So that that's 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 the difference. Those are the two attitudes. How do you view right, the, the, the thing? If you view everything as the thing itself, it's the actualization of the thing. So then, everything will get consumed. That's what you know. It says in the in the Novi, right? Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we will die. Right? That's that's because that's all there is. Right? The, the, you got the thing itself. Right, you have your life. You have your the the pleasures of your life, and 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 your thinking is that well, everything that exists now is going to be consumed, as we said in the last year, also, right? That uh, that everything is moving on a trajectory from uh, from life to death. So good. So everything's going moving from life to death. So the I'm moving from life to death, and the physical pleasures and the things, the objects that can give me pleasure are moving from life to death. So let's take advantage of that and. At least have the pleasure before they die, okay, before we all die. But if you believe in the amuna, so then the trajectory is from right to life, right? and so therefore you they view everything as the potential of this can give the seed. This can be the seed of more life and more life, and that's why we can look at our at at, at the time that we have it, at the mitzvahs that we do. Right, a person has 
you know, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever, to you know, free time. What do you do? Right? Oh, you view it as it's a seed, right? I could plant the seed in this five minutes or ten minutes of time. I could learn a pasuk and chumash. I could learn a sif and shulchanarach. I could learn whatever, and that will be a seed which will produce more and more seeds. That's going to give me eternal life. Right? Or you can take your five and ten minutes and say, eh, "What's five or ten minutes?" Then, then uh, you know, and read the news, and you know, and uh, you know, and find out who didn't win the election and what, what happens. Okay. Right? The only problem is that five ten minutes you turn into forty five and fifty and sixty five minutes. But, uh, but anyways, that's a separate schmooks. But anyway, but that's but even if you take the five and ten minutes, that's you know, you can turn it into a seed which will produce payrolls forever, or you can. You can consume it. Hatorah Malameda. Yeah, question. Yeah. Well, Jory. Yeah. Again, I'm going to harp and you can cut me off. Maybe this will be my last question on this today. But it, it, it seems so starkly black and white. You know, you're either a materialist or you believe all of these principles. What about a guy who has doubts and, 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 and he goes to show, he, he davens? He's yeah. not doing that because he's going to get a big apple to eat at Kiddush, you know, but still he, he has his, uh, uh, in other words, in other words, what's the connection between this apps? There's no gray area. There's no approaching Hashem only through the portal of this belief system. Again, I think that I think the answer is yes and no. I think I think the answer is yes. It's only through the portal of this belief system. However, we have to um, we have to understand that everything has madrigas. Everything has madrigas. Right? You know, you, you look at you know you you look at people, right? You see, you know, right? You see a person who who believes, you know. You look and see a person who believes in it. Does he believe in it to the same depth as, you know, Chaim Kanyevsky believed in it? Does the Lubavitcher Rebbe, I don't know, choose your guttle, you know, does he believe it to the same depth, right? Does it, does a, um, you know, a, a 13, 14 year old kid who's just getting into mitzvahs and he, and he, he wants to do right and he says, yeah, I believe in all the mob, I believe, right? Is he going to, is he going to believe it the same degree as, as, as some, as a mature person who's been thinking about this for years? No, the answer is no, right? The answer is is that we have madregas, right? And then there's there's infinite amount of madregas, so and that and that leaves room for skeptic for for doubts also, right? It means nobody, you know, uh, you know, so, so, you know, so, somebody, you know, no, nobody uh, is totally immune to doubts, right? You know, you know uh, I don't want to mention names here, but you know, in public, but you know, but you know, but. Uh, you know, somebody mentioned to me about a, a great Rosh Yeshiva, right? And he said, when I have doubts, what do I do? Okay. And I said, what? He had doubts, right? But this was, he was a close Talmud. Mm -hmm. And he said, when I have doubts, this is what I do, right? Okay, for Seder. So that, that taught me a lesson. He said that this great Rosh Yeshiva was revered and honored by, by you know, thousands of people, by many people, right? Uh, you know, also had, so, so it's not black and white that we're all, you know, that we all, you know, became Ramosha Shapiro's overnight by 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 studying this, right? But this is what we're. This is our our goal. This is direction. This is this is what we really have to try to really feel when we when we come to the world. And now, since the world is concrete, black and white, and you know, is I mean, it's something solid. You know, it has gashmias to it. 
So it's going to always hide right, the, the, the depth of the truth. There's always, there's always going to be something hidden. There's always going to be something that we don't feel and we don't grasp. So that's what I say. The answer, I think, is yes, there's a belief system that has to be, you know, that, that is the ideal. And then there is the reality that people have to uh, grow and try to, that's why we're learning this, to become better at it and to, become, and to understand the system better. Okay, let's move on. It's okay, let's move on. The Torah teaches that the life that's in this world needs to be planted. Okay. In order to grow, to produce a different type of fruit. That's what we have to know. We have to believe. We have to feel this life that we're experiencing right now is a temporary life. It's a life of a seed. Right? To the extent that we that we that we uh, successfully live uh, the way that Hashem wants us to live in this world, so that means that we are planting better fruit, more beautiful fruit. Right? The seed becomes a better fruit. You take a take a seed from you know a lousy you know plant, right? Some, you know, the, the, you know, you take it from, from a tree that only produces a sour apples, right? And you don't want sour apples, so you, you want to improve it. So, right? so you're, so you're, it becomes better and better, right? It becomes sweeter and sweeter. It becomes as, as you do more and more mitzvahs. So the, your life becomes a, a, a kind of seed, which will produce the kinds of fruit that, that, you, that, you know, the better, the better and the better and the better kinds of fruit. Right. Oh, so now we come back to our point why it has to be min ha-Torah. That's everything comes back to the, the, the original point of the, of the first year. Uh, why do we need min ha-Torah? It's not enough to believe in that as a fact it will happen. It has to be min ha-Torah. Because in order to understand this in this way, it's got to have a revelation of Torah. There's nothing in this world which will demonstrate to us that this world is a seed or a root, and it's not here for its own sake, but it's here to produce more fruit. You take the root and you examine it from every possible angle. All you will see is what it is right now in its actuality. You don't see the potential. Right? I believe that, right? You, you, take the, you take the root, you take the seed, and you put it under the microscope, and you look at it, and you say, right, does this seed have more fruit in it, more trees in it? And you'll say, no, I don't see anything. Right? Okay. This natural examination. What, what do they do? It can take what exists in actuality, and break it down into smaller and smaller, smaller particles. We can never come to, to see, to realize, to feel the future which is hidden in it. When it becomes a real seed and produces. If you look and just examine the egg, 
When you examine an egg, you're not going to be able to see the possibility of producing a little chick. If you see the world without Torah, just like if you look at the seed, you look at the egg, all you can see is that. When you look at Olam Azeh, all you can see is Olam Azeh. You cannot see any future. Because you cannot see that it is really a seed for it to produce something else. And he says, from the top of the page, so how do we know about planting naturally? Right, Only from experience. Right? We, we, we figured out, right? you put a seed in the ground, oh, guess what happens? Right? Put a seed in the ground and I got an apple tree. Right? And, uh, and, and things like that. Oh, I, 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 took, the, I took the egg and, and, and look what happened. It turned into a chicken. Right? And so we learn from experience right? what, what works and what doesn't work and we can of course, make things better, etc., etc. But so experience, natural experience, can teach us how things work in the, in the natural world. Right? But right, the idea that there's a zriya, a planting for that can only be known through revelation of Hashem in the Torah that He taught us. This is the fact. Right? I'm putting you in this world, and I'm going to tell you a secret about this world that you'll never forget in a million years, unless I tell it to you. But you know something? This world is a place of Zeria, and it's not the, it's not the final product. It's not, it's not the goal. It's not, it's, right? it's something which you're supposed to get, get into. Eloheim ha'amuna. This is the life of emuna she'mechadeshet ha'torah bo'olam. That the Torah is mechadesh. The Torah create, right, tells us that this is the chidosh of the Torah. Chidosh of the Torah is that. Okay, so that's again. So I think this pretty much clarifies, uh, I think, in my mind, the the idea that it has to be minatora, because minatora, because without the Torah, you'd have nothing. You have no possibility of ever appreciating the fact that that this is the the reality of the world, right? and all the world the world looks like like it looks to people who don't have Torah, right? something which is finite and going to come to an end and, and come to its death. And the life of Olam Abba, as it says in the Gemara. What's the Pasuk say? Right. So the Gemara learns, right, in the well-known Gemara, that each one of these words is one of the Shisha Sidre Mishnah. Muna is Neged Zeres Right? Itecha, right, is Seder Moed. Chosen is Nazikin. Shuos is, excuse me, Chosen is Noshim. Shuos is Nazikin. Chokmas is Kochim and Das is Taras. So Amunaz who said Azraim, Itecha is Azraim, Bukhule. Says, right, Tosos brings you Shalmi. Amunaz that said Azraim, Shemaamin Becheho Olamim Bezorea. The, the farmer is the one who has true emuna, why? Right? Because he believes in the cheolamim, the life giver of the world, and he plants. Right? That's emuna. So again, so on the physical level, right? We 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 goyim also believe, right? Everybody believes that you. That you, uh, if you plant the seeds, it's going to grow. That's what the whole world does. That's that's the physical order of things. However, there is 
this is where in this worldly matters, right, in terms of this world, that's where Amuna is found. And Amuna is found is I have faith that it's that things are going to work out, that things are that 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 uh, you know I'm going to put the seed in the ground and something's going to grow. And of course, uh, if somebody who has a has a faith in Hashem uh, has faith that he knows that he needs rain and he needs all the conditions and he needs a Kodesh has to be Masliachet because if it doesn't, you know, if a Kodesh is not there to help, it's not going to, it's not going to do anything. Right? But still, that's where Amuna is in this world and that's why Seder Zerayim is in this world. That's Zriya. Kachamamin, so in the same way, the believer, in the broader sense, Zorea et Chayav, he plants his life. Right? He, 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 every, everything that he does, he views it as a, as he says, an investment. He uses, he views it as something which is going to produce something much greater than that, and therefore he will, he will do it accordingly. Even if everybody stands up and makes fun of him, what are you doing? You're sitting in the base medrash, right? You're, you're wasting your time, right? You're, you're okay. You're, what are you doing? Okay. No, no, we're not lacking people who are say say this to this very day, right? You can you can take your time, you take the, your days and, and the opportunities that are given to you, and enjoy them. What are you doing? I'm planting. Right? I'm investing. Right? You say to a guy, why, why you just made a lot of money, so why don't you buy yourself you know, a fancy car and a fancy yacht and, you know, and, you know, and, and, and fancy everything, you know, blow it all. Right? What, 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 what are you saving it for? And the guy says, listen, I, I'm investing it, right? I want to make more money, right? Okay. I'm saving it, right? I'm, I'm investing it. No, so we so and so we we understand that. You know, we we say somebody spends all of his money and you know doesn't save in it, doesn't invest in it, is foolish. So the same thing, I'm planting a garden here. That's what I'm doing. You can't explain it. You can't explain it within the system of that pshuta. Nobody will buy it without having first entered into the world of Amun. They'll say they'll, they'll they'll shake their heads and they'll look at you, you know, with pity, and they'll think you're crazy, you know, yeah, you out of your head, and you know, poor fellow, and and uh, and, and that's what that's what it's. Hadavar kayam achvarak betoch marechet shalamuna. It exists only within the system of amuna. Which teaches that this world is only a place of hashka'ah, of investment. The results, the payoff, is in a different world. Okay. And the more nichbad, the more choshev it is, the more what you're planting. Right? So if you put it into a, a system, into a process of planting, so then you're going to get even better fruit. Like I said before, you take you take a, a seed of a, of a beautiful, delicious tree, right, where the fruit are, are, are you know, grade A, 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 and you plant it, right? that's where you're going to get grade A, A fruit. 
right? So you do your mitzvah, you know, in grade AA, and you, you do your learning, and you do your, your, your chesed and everything in the highest possible way that you can. So that's the fruit that's going to be produced. And if you do things, you know, haphazardly or lackadaisically, and so then that's what's going to happen. It's going to, that's you're going to get the re, you're going to you're going to get the results of what you planted. This is what he really meant, which we saw in the early years here. He replied to the meaning to the heretics who asked the question of Chiyas Amesim, because he said as follows: If from a drop, a whole human being can come out. Just imagine what will come out if you plant a whole person, a whole human being who's grown and developed. Of course, you're going to get the same kind, if you're going to, even if you get the same kind of proportion, right? You take a drop and you get a, a person who, you know, who weighs, uh, you know, like weighs, you know, uh, 170 pounds and, he, and he's six feet tall or whatever, and you get all of that from one drop. You take a whole human being who's has all of that, you know, and, and what's going to come out, it's going to come out you know, a million times more. Okay, good. So that's where we're holding so far. Any questions, any comments? Everybody's happy. Right. Good. I'm happy you're happy. <laughs> okay, Jory's not happy, but he's going to keep his mouth shut. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Weiter. <laughs> I can't hear you, Jory. Jerry, I can't hear you. I was just going to say, um, I, I, I see this as like an aspirational thing. I mean, it's it's like something to aspire to. But, and I mean, and and uh, I, I'm happy looking at it that way. Yeah, again, but everything is that way. Everything is that way. You know, yeah. Every you know, everything is is, you know. Is lack, you know, we, we we have to imagine that we're that anything that we think about, anything we're talking about, we have to realize how far we are from, you know, truly getting being where where, where we're talking about. Okay, so as long, yeah. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you. Okay. I don't know, but you know, okay, okay, I'm with you. Let's go back to maybe we can even finish today. Okay, so now. It's coming it has to do with uh, not this week's parsha, but next week's parsha has told us the ashtikal tariff for parsha told us. chose Jewish people. He gave us that task of being the ones who plant their lives. Okay. This is something. Uh, the don't necessarily have a chelik They could maybe achieve if they do good things, etc., etc. But the basic thing is that the Kodesh Baruch Hu chose the Jewish people, and that choice was: you are the guys who are chosen to plant yourselves and and create yourselves. And through right, right, through this through their lives. To be zocher to an eternal life. Umigodel chazdoyet barach. But he's pointing out that the, the great chesed of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is shamashkiat atzmo avur chayel avaba. He who right, throws himself into it, invests himself, right, puts himself into it deeply, 
into it's a tremendous chesed. The people, it says that we have, because don't remember, don't forget, right? Everything we're talking about is otherworldly. This is what we've been talking about, right? What about the this worldly existence? The worldly, this worldly existence of the the Pratis, who takes care of us, right? The fact that we have that we experience closer with Akalish Baruchu and that everything that happens to us. Right, is is comes directly from Akolish Baruch All of those elements, right? It's a chesed of Akolish Baruch that they work together, and that we don't lose out even in this worldly terms. Okay, I'm not talking about you know, once in a while. Sometimes there's a tzaddik viralo, and for different reasons, right? right? Of course, there are people who because of cheshbonos that are beyond us right now. Right? But by and large, if you look around, right, you see the people who are living their lives. The way Akolish Baruch wants to live, live their lives, right? there's a hashgacha. They're, they're they're happy. They're they're fulfilled. They have what they need. Right? As long as long as they live within the within the system, okay, without uh, without the kina taivon kavod that is motzina so right? You live with kina taivon kavod, so you don't you know you're dead in the water. You don't have a, you don't have a chance of having a happy life in this world. But somebody who has kiva who's able to live the way Akolish Baruch wants us to live, that's he says that's a tremendous chesed. Right, and that's the and it's true in in everything, right? You know, it's true in that, uh, and it's true in, in all aspects of life. Right? As long as he just removes himself, right? he puts aside all kinds of. Imaginary kinds of benefits. Right? They said, "Kina taiva kavod." Those are dimyonos. Those, those are going to be motzius aramel. But if you are able to free yourself of all of those things that right, all the shtuyot that the Yitzhahara, you know tells you about how well if you do this, you'll be really happy. If you do that, you'll be really happy. You're going to be famous. You're going to be rich. You're going to be powerful. All those things. Right? If you can just get rid of all of those things. Then you will have the true happiness in this world. It means that you're not giving up anything. Right? You're not giving up anything. Right? You're going to be right. Have more than anybody in the in the whole world. If the requirement was, you know, you got to live in this world in misery, right? You got to do my mitzvahs, and you're going to be miserable. Right? Then it would be very, very hard. Then it would be very, very difficult. Dr. Baruchu is on our side. He says, I'm not going to make it hard for you. Right? You know, I'm, going to, I'm giving you the opportunity. I'm giving you the formula for to get to Olam Abba, that is to live a life of planting. Right? But you know something? I'm going to give it to you, and, and it's going to be pleasant. It's going to be sweet. Right? If you... You know, if you can overcome your Yitzharas and and and, and, live, and live al pims and not live al piasheker, but it's going to be a wonderful life. That's what he's telling us. Shorish advarim, and where do we see this? We see this already when Yaakov took the birthright from Esav. Yaakov said to Esav, right? This is the transaction. This was the the uh, the bargaining, right? Ritzoncha, if you want. This is the deal. Yaakov offered uh, to Esau. You take Olam Azeh, and he had told Olam Abba. 
שנאמר, מחרק היום את בכורת לי, בכורת חלי, כאותו היום שהיו בבטן אימם. So he says, just like when they were in the mother's womb, so I guess we're referring to the Chazal, Rashi rings, that when, when they went past the Avodah Zorah, so Yesav wanted to go out and went past, went past, went past the base Medrash. Yaakov wanted to go out. And so that Chalukah was going to be the Chalukah, right? And he says, let's just divide up the Olam Hazen, Olam Abba. Miyad, Kafar, Esav, B'tchiyat HaMetim. Esav said, you're right. I'm not interested in Chiyat HaMetim. Shinemar Hinei Anochi Olech Lamut. This is the ultimate statement of the world is moving towards death. I'm going to die. Ota Sha'a Natal Esav Chalko HaOlam Hazeh V'Yakov Natal Chalko Olam Abba. Okay, that was the deal. Okay, and everybody was happy. Okay, Esav got what he wanted and Yaakov got what he wanted and it was a good deal. However, what happened next? And he sees Esau, Yaakov's coming from Laban's house, and he's a wealthy man. He's got everything. He's got, he's got nachas from his children. He's got uh, possessions. He's not lacking anything of Olam Hazeh. Right? Yeah, this is, you're breaking the deal. You're violating the conditions, right? You're you you got all of us. Right? Where'd you get all of from that you're so happy? Right? But at the end of the day, that's what happened. Right? And then he'll explain it. He'll explain it. Explain it. I think he'll explain it. From this chazal, Right, really, I'll pay the emes, I'll pay the original transaction that was made between Yaakov and Esau. The Jewish people should have nothing in Olam Hazeh. We should just be completely Olam Haba people, right? Nothing, right? And and this is, right? I think if, there's a little bit that I know about Christian theology. That's where they look at us, right? We shouldn't have any. We shouldn't have any Olam Hazeh. We don't belong in the. We don't belong in this world. Right? We're not part of this world. Rak. But Yaakov somehow grabbed the Bechora, which means that the Bechora has a double portion. Yaakov was able to get both. Because as a Bechor, Bechor has privileges beyond beyond not not the Bechor. So it was not going to be a fair division because the Bukhar always gets more. So, so Yaakov, if a Bukhar gets uh, two-thirds, of, let's say if there's two brothers, the Bukhar gets two-thirds and the brother gets, and the other brother gets a third. So Yaakov got his two-thirds. He got, he got his Olam Abba, which is one-third, and he got a half of Olam Hazel, which is another third. He's got two-thirds. And, and Esau was stuck with half of Olam Hazel, with his Chalak and Olam Hazel. And this, when we get to Parshas Vayishlach, right, this was the content, this was, this was the, what was happening in that struggle between Esau's Sar and Yaakov. When the Malach touched his thigh, 
right, and cause him to limp. He wanted to establish this is Yaakov's form of existence in this world. Right? That he should be limping. And he can't cut. And he can't have, he's not walking on solid ground. He can't walk securely. This is this is what this was the kavana. Right? There's Yaakov. He, he didn't try to kill Yaakov. He wanted to wound him. He wanted to cause him to limp so that he would not be able to function fully and walk securely in this world. As it says later, it says, if you read, read the, the, the Chumash with the Rashi there, where, where Yaakov said to him, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me, which means that you acknowledge the brochos and their fullest extent, right? And he goes, because the brachos that Yaakov got from Yitzchak right, were all amazeh. Why? Remember, because, because Yitzchak thought he was blessing Esau. So he was giving him a lot of olam hazadikah brachos. But Yaakov stole the brachos, right? sneaked in and stole the brachos. And then so he got the olam hazadikah brachos too. But they were really supposed to be Esau. So at this point, Yaakov forced Esau, the Sarshal Esau, to concede that the brachos really will go to Yaakov. Right? The Pesach says when he was uh, after, this, after the incident that the sun shone on, on Yaakov and says lo for him to cure him of his limp. So we see that you know you have to learn those parshas as being very very meaningful. The Maisa of and Labonim that this is the tzur of Olam as of, of of the whole Bria that this was the struggle the struggle of between Yaakov and Esav and and little by little right Yaakov succeeded in gaining the upper hand and having both Olam as and Olam Abba. But what is the what's the nature of the brachos uh, that? Yaakov has an olam Other than that, uh, Yaakov will not be, you know, abject. Okay, it says, yeah, but no, it says, again, those were brachos that were given, supposed to be given to uh, to Esau, and uh, Lemaisa they were given to Yaakov. Right? In other words, Lemaisa again, the, the Jewish people, you know, just really the the. Uh, you know, the, the way the way the Jewish people is supposed to be, you know, just learning a little Sefer uh, Malachim right, about the the state of the Jewish people, the beginning of Sefer Malachim, and the state of the Jewish people in the time of Shlomo Melech, the beginning of his reign. Right? We had everything. Right? That's the way it's supposed to be. Right? It's supposed to be that the Jewish people have everything. That they have all of the Olam, uh, all of the Olam, everything of Olam has as well. Right? I think that we, you know, we aren't smart enough to hold on to it for very, very long. And so we get kicked out of Israel and uh, you know, we live in Golis. And, and, but but Lamaisa, and again, and, and as I said before, on the indiv- generally speaking, again, on, on an individual level, we talk about people who are living their lives the way Hashem wants a Jew to live his life, right? blesses him with a happy life. That's right. And then you can look around you and you see who are the happy people in the world and who are the not happy people in the world. And I think you'll. I think you'll agree with me. That the, 
that the people are living the way again with LPMS will be with proper values, with proper you know, proper mitos, with proper kima mitzvos, proper lima datara. They're the people that a kohen gives a bracha to, and and and, and they see happiness in their life. Brock, can I have a question? Yeah, sure. Um, he seems not to just be saying about happiness. He seems to be talking about you know talashemayim, real, proper, physical uh, yeah. well, success. Again, yeah. So well, I, I yeah. I don't know. I just listened to a share today about Rav Don Yitzchak Abravanel. Yeah. Now he lost his fortune four times over the course of his life and had to build it up again. Okay. Kicked out from one country to another, or or the the Chafetz Chaim as it's called. Who lived in a shack? I mean, it's not. I'm sure they were happy people, but they lived with such a meager. Yeah, so, yeah again, 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 the, you know, the. Believe me, there, there was nobody happier in the world than the Chafetz Chaim. Right? I, I understand the happiness, but they're all... okay. The state is not, that's what it means. It means you, uh, the the the, the Tala Shemayim Arts is, is is the means to. Uh, to reach that, that level of satisfaction that you'll feel you'll feel in this world that you have what you need that you have everything you, that you need. Right? Uh, part of part of it is to cut down your expectations. Right? Yeah, that's also part of it. You know, the, the, the problem is is that you know that we have, we have such big eyes that uh, you know, if the guy next door has you know has, has an extra room and or he's got two cars and only got one car, and then uh, you start uh, you know. That's the kina type of a cover that we said before. That in uh, the Sodom and believe me, the Chafetz Chaim was a happy, uh, happiest person. As far as you know, it's interesting that Daniel Shkaka Barbanel. You know, I'm I'm familiar with 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 his biography. You know, you know, um, it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> I mean, you can look at it at the bright side. You know, he, he made his fortune four times. <laughs> you know. He lost it four times, but he, no one's gotten richer than he. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, you know, the pratim is hard to say, but the the the, the, the calling are, I think, are clear. Okay. Let's see, Viter. Yeah. So Yaakov lakachet chelkoshel esav b'chdei she gam kan tielo efshut kiyum. Lo pachot tov that the kiyum of a Jew should be not less good than than Esav who yoter, and perhaps even better, because Esav is going to be involved in, in all kinds of shtuyot, which is going to drag him down. Ella shekolze eino hatachlit, right? But this, uh, but all of the good things that we have in this world are not the purpose, not the goal. If you just take this world, this is, doesn't produce Ganeda. What you have to do is take it and plant it. And intend through the Torah, through the Mitzvah, through the Maisim Tevin, to be Zochen Olam Abba. But that's only going to be if you have a moon. Again, going back to that point, because you, you can't you can't plant. If you don't have the Amuna, that, that, that there's going to be a Something in the future, so then, then it's not shaykh to plant. Right? Okay. There was a guy that didn't have a muna that when he plants a tree that the, the when he plant, puts a seed in the ground that a tree is going to grow, so nobody's going to put seeds in the ground. Right? If he didn't, 
if you didn't see it before. Okay. Okay, so let's move on. Okay, so now we're going to go back to the Naimer Chazal that we had that started at the beginning of this year on page Shindun Gimel. If you want to have a look back on page Shindun Gimel, right, he quoted the uh, the Chazal about answering Omen. How do we have a Muna for Omen? And we have the Gemara. Right? He quotes the Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Kuf Yates, back on page Shinun Gimel. Omer Eishlokis Kol HaOmer Omen Bukol Kocho Poschim Lo Shari Gan Eden. And now already we're in a position to see the connection between Omen, which is Emuna, and the gates of Gan Eden, which would be, which is what we've been talking about. Shenemar is the Pesach says Pischu Sheorim. Open the gates and a righteous nation will come who are who keep, who guard, preserve the emunim, which is faith. People who say amen, this is the, the for, then you get opened up for them the sha'aregan aid. Okay, so he says, let's go back to our page. With what we've said so far, what's going on? When Adam was expelled from Gan Eden, where was he placed? Can't see the trees. You couldn't see the trees are going to grow. Klomer bolamazeh loro imet atzosot hazriyabe masim tovim. He was banished from Gan Eden, which means that he was dislocated from his place where you could actually see. When he, when you're in Gan Eden, when Adam Rishon wasn't Gan Eden before, he was driven out. So then he did a mitzvah. Right, there was an instantaneous results. The schar was right there, and the tree that you saw, the tree grew, but in this world, you don't see the trees. So far, because the end of the road isn't here. We have no point of contact with the future reward. Elohim Sharegan Eden, these are Sharegan Eden, right? Shenina Adam. They were locked. Adam original was thrown out of Gan Eden expelled behind the gates, the gates slammed shut, and he was on the outside, and he couldn't see what was going on inside. Nukudat, oh, so how do we touch Gan Eden? So he says, Nukudat ha'amaga yechida, the only point of contact, anotenet lanu kesher v'shaychut ima mesut shal Gan Eden, which can give us some kind of a connection, some kind of a shaychus, uh, being able to relate to this thing called Gan Eden, he ha emuna, as we've been talking about. We only know about Gan Eden through emuna. Amirat amen, he hakiyum lemaisa shel emuna. Because it says haomer amen bechol kocho, as Chazal say bechol kavanosa. Rashi learns with bechol kocho. The Machlokas Rashi and other Rishonim, other Rishonim say you have to say very loudly. But Rashi says no, bechol. You don't have to say it very loudly. Bechol kavanosa means with all your kavana. Mami bemuna shleima. He believes in a shlema, right? 
this is this is his this is his is is under the decree of expulsion. Because he has the Amuna, so he has some kind of contact with the Gan Eden, right, even in his in his life right now. That's also as they say, uh, when we talk about people who uh Noir says from different people, Azo Ben Olam Haba. I mean you're Ben Olam Haba, you're in this world, you're Ben Olam Haba, Ben Olam Haba. No, that already in this world. You have a shaykhist to olam haba. Because you live your life in an olam haba dikaway. So, and if you have a muna, so you live your life in a gan eden dikaway. Gan eden and olam haba are used synonymously here. Right? You, live, you live your life in a gan eden dikaway by having, by having the amuna. Right? And so therefore you're shaykh, you're shaykh to that world. You have some kind of, you know, of, you know distant, distant vibe that uh, of experiencing things that are happening in the in the world of of schachar and the world of emuna. That's why this chazal doesn't use the word uh, when it says it says posting lo shari gan eden doesn't say posting lo shari olam haba. They dafka used the phrase gan eden kivan. If you want to find some kind of a picture of what eternal life is within the system of our existence, it's only if you view it as planting and growth. And you plant the seed and you and it grows a tree. And, and, and this tree has so, such and such many fruit and such and many seeds in each fruit. But we call eights and call eights, and every seed contains every all of the DNA of the of the tree. Everything that's about the tree is in there. That's all included in that seed. The itself goes on infinitely. That's what olamabo is. Olam Abu is, is that everything grows infinitely. In other words, every maizim tov, every mitzvah that we do in this world, right, has the capability of infinite growth. Right? It's going to produce peros and peros and peros and peros and peros. Right? And it's not going to, it's, it's never going to come to an end. Right? And that's and that's why it's a gan eden. It's a, it's a garden which, which we can't, you know, you know, the Gemara says, "I in Loroa, so nobody can ever imagine, nobody ever believe, not Shaykh to even begin to imagine what it's going to look like, because all we are involved with is the seed, but the amuna that we have is that the seed can produce all of that. That's our amuna. And without the amuna, so then the seed gets consumed, gets disintegrated, and doesn't produce any fruit at all. Right? And that's what he says. Right? Again, this is quite the same point. Shadover need to pass." That's if we grasp the matter right from the point of view of being a seed. If you're looking at the thing and what it actually is, the then you're just eating up, you know, just for temporary. It's just here for temporarily. 
All this great future is, disappears. When you change potential into actual, so then you cause the destruction, the disappearance of all the future. You're eating instead of planting, and that's it. That's the end. That's the whole. That's the lesson, right? Right. Whenever everything in, in our in, that we have in the life in our in our world, right, we should be not eating it, but planting it. Right? So that's those that, those those that's the choice that we have. Right? If we eat it, it's going to right end. If we plant it, it's going to produce infinite peros. Therefore, don't expect to eat any of the schar mitzvah as we said over and over again. Right? Like the Ramam said in Ilchus Chuva, any schar that you have in Olam Azeh is not real schar. It's only there to help us, right, give us a better life so we can earn schar for, for Olam Haba. Everything that's in this world, view it as something which was given to you to serve Hashem with it. Okay. In other words, if you're given, and this is the muscle that, that I have to struggle with myself, right? If you're given a delicious piece of cake, right, you have two choices, right? You'd either eat it or plant it. Right. Okay. So one way of planting it is not eating it, right? Because then, then you're being Zorea, you're 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 perfecting your meatos and you're controlling yourself. And if you eat it because it's Shabbos and because it's a big mitzvah to eat the piece of cake because it's a Surah's mitzvah, so then you're eating also, it's planting, right? It's, it's, it's planting it, right? You're planting it because you're, you're, that, that you're doing a mitzvah, right? But if, you're, if you just consume it, so then that's the opposite of planting, planting, and you're causing it to die, that piece of cake is going to die. And unfortunately, when that piece of cake dies inside of you, it kills a little bit of you as well, right? Because you're connecting yourself to, to the to, to death and, and instead of to life. Right? And I'm only saying this is Musr to myself and nobody else nobody else has to listen, right? But that's right. Just have a okay, to tell you. El, right, nobody. Okay, anyway. Today we have to do the mitzvahs. And any as we said about. Okay, we'll stop here. Okay, so I think, at least in my mind, the much is clarifying very, very nicely the point. Here's the next time we'll finish this year, and we'll have to uh, jump. We did Shir Gimel already, right? We'll talk a little bit about the relationship between the first two Shirim and and, and the Shir Gimel, which is the Shita Saramba. See that they're not necessarily all in the same Shita. And then we'll go to Shir Dalit, and soon we'll be finished with the book. Okay, good. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. Okay, thank you, Thanks so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for smiling. Thank you. you know, that's that's my that's, that's keeps me going. Okay, okay. So, call to have a good uh, good evening or good afternoon, as the case may be, and uh, we'll see you. Call to.